Hey, good morning. It is uh, seven minutes after 10 o'clock. Do you remember last week, Brian, I was looking for shows that uh, people could watch? Yes. Um, well, Gwen and I found some over the weekend. Uh, they were, uh, Tom Selleck made these. They were Jesse Stone movies. He plays a, a former detective from Los Angeles who's got a bit of a drinking problem. Uh, and he moves to the uh, to, to New England to take the job of police chief in this small uh, community. There, I guess there are in like nine of them. I, we've seen the first three. If you're looking for some good entertainment... Uh, this this might uh, this might qualify. Uh, you can get them on, so, you know. So, uh, what do we have? I think uh, we've got YouTube and something and two others. But if you get a chance and you're looking for some good wholesome entertainment, where the good guy prevails, the bad guy loses. Uh, look for those Jesse Stone movies. Uh, there are nine of them, and they're they're entertaining. Uh, and it's it's just it's just a fun show, and if you've got some suggestions, uh, some suggestions, jeez, suggestions, uh, feel free to call and uh, let us know. But I I thought I would pass that on. They're uh, Jesse Stone movies uh, with Tom Selleck, and they're really really good. Eight seven four ninety three ninety toll free eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. The Republican Liberty Caucus, and and this is something I've wrestled with for a while. They um, they didn't want me to leave the Republican Party. They wanted me to join them, but I I I just didn't see them uh, really making a big difference. I, I think you've got to force the Republicans to protect liberty from the outside. Uh, my opinion is, if you want to win, start doing what it takes to get my vote. Anyway, they've got a uh, an index scorecard for the U.S. Senate. And they ranked the senators uh, based on their willingness to support legislation that protects your freedom. And uh, the, it should be no surprise, Rand Paul scored a 100. He was, uh, he was the very top of the list. Uh, nobody, uh, nobody quite got that. Uh, nobody else got there. He earned a score of 100, meaning he voted yes on all the bills the caucus viewed as pro-liberty, and no on all the bills seen as anti-liberty. Who came in second? Well, Mike Lee from Utah, uh, then uh, Mike Braun, Republican from Indiana, both of whom scored 95, and there are several other senators, including our senators in Missouri. Um. We, so I've got the ranking here. Uh, I'll give you some other examples. Uh, Marshall Blackburn in 85. Uh, Crapo in 85. Josh Hawley scored in 85. Bravo to you, Senator. That's better than I would have expected. And good. I'm, I mean, I'm thrilled that you, you're at that level. Um, but when you go down the list, uh, they start covering, for instance... Uh, Rob Portman in Ohio scored a 35. Uh, Shelley Capito, a 35. Lindsey Graham, same thing. Roy Blunt scored worse than Lindsey Graham. Roy Blunt and Sue Collins both scored 
25. Both scored 25. You might as well have been a Democrat. 25 out of 100? That's not just disappointing. It's it's downright ugly. Um, all right, let me uh, let me move on because I've still got a lot of stuff to cover here. The um, the vaccine, you know what vaccine I'm talking about? Apparently, and this is in the Wall Street Journal. Two studies in the New England Journal of Medicine this month showed that that the latest version of their vaccine booster. Uh, is not such a good thing. Uh, The boosters increase uh, neutralizing antibodies against BA4, BA5 variants, but not very good against anything else. In one study, antibody levels after the uh, booster were 11 times as high against the Wuhan uh, variant BA5. They posit that, um, according to the Wall Street Journal, immune imprinting may pose a greater challenge than is currently appreciated for inducing robust immunity in the SARS-CoV-2 vi- variants. The, uh, the vaccines are not effective. And this is in the Wall Street Journal. The studies contradict November press releases from Pfizer and Moderna asserting their, uh, their uh, uh, boosters produced a response to these variants Uh, four to six times that of the original boosters. The claims are misleading. Neither vaccine maker uh, conducted a randomized trial. Uh, It was just junk science. I personally am staying away. Uh, On Roy Blunt, James. James, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Good morning, Gary, and I'm glad Josh Hawley rated high, uh, along with Marsha Blackburn, uh, and uh, hopefully Eric Schmidt will stay high like that also. Well, time will tell. On Roy Blunt, and I'm going to be very blunt, what a disgrace he is to the state of Missouri. Here in Jeff City now, they have his name on the bridge. And I guess there's an airport or something down in Springfield named after him. You know, he's probably on CBS Face and Nation way too much. But what, what a disgrace, and I'm glad he's out. And all the money he's probably made under the table over the years. Just what a disgrace. We, uh, several months ago, we had a uh, score him uh, 1 to 10, 1 being lousy, 10 being uh, a terrific senator. And his average was a 3. I wouldn't have given him that high. Well, some people... I would say to wreck Jackass here in Jeff City in, in honor of his name. What? No, I said I would say to erect a jackass. Oh, a jackass in his name. <laughs> because that's the party he seems to support. He must be out of his mind over the years to, to vote with Obama and Biden on so many different times he did. But he's just an absolute disgrace, and thank God he's out of there. I don't disagree. Thanks for taking my call, Gary. Thanks, James. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah, I don't disagree. I, I think it was pretty awful. Um, I, I, do have, uh, I do have hope for... Uh, For his replacement, I think we're going to do much better. All right, listen, I'm falling behind here. Uh, So the bottom line on the Wall Street Journal story is that these vaccines, uh, these vaccine boosters do not work. There is more, though. Uh, Studies 
appear uh, to say that um, the vaccines may be causing sudden deaths in Germany, sharply uh, increased after the COVID jab rollout, according to Life uh, Site News. We'll talk about that. We've got Alec Baldwin in the news. We are just loaded with topics to get to. Uh, let me do that. I got to do this. I got to go up against the clock. Got to take the break. Callers, hang on. We'll get to you. Gary Nolan Show, Zimmer Radio Network. Living without a car. We'll talk about that. World Economic Forum wants you to do that. Uh, sudden deaths in Germany spiked after the rollout of the COVID vaccines. Uh, and Senator Roy Blunt right now. Let's uh, go to the phones. Roger, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Well, your last caller, Gary, you had better not come up here to the University Hospital in Columbia. There's a brand new six or seven story building there with the University of Missouri written on the side of it, of course, in great big letters. And directly under that, it says Roy Blunt. I mean, it's just preposterous that they, they named that huge building after him for him being such a lousy uh, representative of the people of Missouri. Yeah, why would you name a building after a senator? What well, what was his major accomplishment? What did he ever do that would re- result in that happening? He sent some of your tax dollars to build the thing. That's what he did. He he used your money to just to, to build blow him, up his fame to build himself a, a a Roy Blunt building. Wow. Yeah. Well, there's also a building on campus called the. Uh, Chris Bond building, and uh, I, I don't think they should be named any of these buildings until after the person passes away. I also it's, don't think they know, should be getting money from taxpayers in Poughkeepsie uh, to build buildings in uh, Missouri. Uh, the whole exactly, thing is crooked. Yeah, I agree with that. The whole thing is crooked. Exactly. All right, Roger. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. All right, so we're talking about the vaccines. Sudden death in Germany spiked after the rollout of the COVID vaccines. According to insurance data, data set uh, that was released by KBV, an association representing all doctors in Germany who receive insurance, showed an alarming increase of sudden deaths and vague or unspecified causes of death since the rollout of the experimental COVID injections. The data set released uh, following a Freedom of Information request by German Parliamentary Party Alternative für Deutschland uh, was uh, presented at a press conference. And it it seems that it really, really spiked um, sharp increase in sudden deaths of patients. uh, Similar occurrences like death occurring within the uh, fewer than 24 hours after onset of symptoms and other vague and unspecified causes of death. This jump occurred at the beginning of 2021, corresponding with the rollout of the COVID injections. There were between 13 and 17 reported cases of sudden unspecified deaths per day between 2016 and 2020. That number increased to 100 per day. Something's going on. I don't know what, but something. Just I get more and more leery of that damn thing all the time. I am done with those shots. Um, The World Economic Forum. They think you shouldn't own cars anymore. They don't think you should own cars. 
Oh, they, they're not saying there shouldn't be vehicles, but you shouldn't own them. Uh, the automotive industry is becoming part of the industrial to digital transformation. The technology transformation in the industry is electrification and it is digital. Uh, tech visionaries say computerized cars will be integrated into the cloud where they can be monitored and controlled by a centralized network that can prevent collisions, alert you about road conditions, and manage traffic. So, if I understand this and they get their way, in addition to knowing about every dime you spend, every dime you earn, where you spend it and how you earn it, along with your medical records for every stop for a you know, doctor visit, surgery, uh, consultation, they will also be able to track your movements. They will control the vehicle you ride in. That's what they're put. Literally, that's what they're going for. Um, four trends in the automotive tech that they call uh, ACEs. Uh, autonomous driving, connectivity, electrification, and shared mobility. Uh, regarding connectivity, uh, the report says intelligence communications within and outside of the car is the key enabler for autonomous technologies. Y you can't own your own car. You're going to have to have battery-powered cars. And you won't be driving them. The, the controls for your car will be... In the, in the cloud. Wow, that sounds um, really comforting, Brian. Yes, it does. Uh -huh. You know, I drive to Cleveland or Pittsburgh. I got to stay alert. I got to steer. I got to stop. Gas. All I got to do then is just sit in the car and read the paper. Yeah, just sit back and relax. Well, Put your trust back. in the vehicle. Yeah, yeah, because they've demonstrated... Just how, how well they work. Um, <laughs> regarding shared mobility, it states that the ownership model of cars is evolving to renting and sharing as customers' preferences shift. Cloud technology is already a feature of many electric cars, including mapping, road conditions, weather, uh, location of charging stations, and ideal routes for charging their cars during long-distance drives. <laughs> so, you won't own it. Somebody else will. And, you you know, on the upside, Brian, it should cut down on insurance. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if the cloud is, you know, if, if the manufacturer or the government is controlling and driving the car in the event that something happens, you're not in trouble. And you can go to your local bar... Tavern? <laughs> yes, and tie one on and not worry about a thing. Yeah, just stumble out to the car that, uh, you know, that they send you and uh, sit back and uh, doze off while they take you home. Have you ever really thought about if we were a completely autonomous vehicle, you know, country, and it was all autonomous vehicles, nobody drove? How would the insurance companies deal with that? Would they 
if there was an accident, would they have to do it? Because, I mean, would we pay any insurance? We'd ha have to be somewhat responsible, no? Well, I'm guessing that you would pay into some giant socialist insurance. Yes, that's uh, what I was thinking. Uh, policy. You uh, want to rent the car, you have to pay enough money for insurance. And then uh, you just sit back and let the cars drive you everywhere you want to go. No more shifting gears, stepping on the brake, none of that. Man. The cloud will take care of it all. <laughs> I, I'm not comfortable with that type of society, I can you know, tell you right now. There are judgment calls that have to be made. I know. When you're driving. And I don't know that I trust computers to make those judgment calls. But in the name of protecting you from yourself, they'll do it. They, they just have a hate on for cars. They want you to be completely subservient. Rely on the government. Don't be self-reliant. It just isn't what they want. Alec Baldwin uh, in the news because they have decided that they are going to uh, charge him with manslaughter. And Reason Magazine uh, wrote a piece on this. He could get as much as five years in prison. I am sure you all know what happened. But for the sake of maybe someone who wasn't paying attention, he is a producer on a movie set. And he is practicing with uh, one of the, uh, I, I think she was a director, wasn't she, Brian? I believe so. Yeah, she was the. Uh, oh, I forget what they what title they. they anyway, were. he's handed a pistol. It's a western, and he says she said to point it at her, and he did. And the gun went off and killed her and wounded somebody else. There are people on movie sets uh, that. Um, they're called the armors, and they make sure that the guns don't have any real live loads. There are gun, there are bullets that look like, you know, a regular round, uh, but there is no powder in them. You can rattle them and shake them. They got a little noisemaker in there, so you could be sure. Uh, there are some with uh, just wads, you know, they're, they're blanks. Uh, somehow, a real bullet got into this gun. He said he didn't pull the trigger, but on careful investigation and inspection. Uh, everybody uh, determined you cannot have that gun go off unless you pull the trigger. It just has to be pulled. It won't go off by accident. So he pulled the trigger. He killed someone. Now, they're looking at prosecuting him for manslaughter. As someone who handles guns all the time on a daily basis, uh, host a show on guns, I never point a gun at anybody. When we do the gun show on Saturday mornings and uh, one of the guys hands me a gun, the magazine is, uh, is out of the gun. Uh, the gun is locked open. If it's a revolver, the, the, you know, it's, it's open. There are just some things you don't do. And pointing a gun at somebody and pulling the trigger, especially, is one of them. They want to perhaps give them five years. Is that too much? We'll kick it around next on The Gary Nolan Show. This is The Gary Nolan Show. 
1035, glad to have you with us. If you just turned the radio on, we're talking about Alec Baldwin. Uh, he was uh, a producer on a movie called Rust uh, when he shot a cinematographer named Helena Hutchins with a gun, a prop gun. The death was ruled an accident, which no one in the case disputes. The prosecution says that shouldn't matter. Just because it's an accident doesn't mean that it's not criminal. This is uh, New Mexico First Judicial District Attorney uh, Mary Carmack. Unintentional means they didn't mean to do it. They didn't have the intent to kill, but it happened anyway. They didn't exercise due caution or circumspection, and that's what happened here. And I would argue that uh, she's right. You don't point a gun at anybody. And movie sets, can they can have gunfights. All they have to do is a different angle, different cut. When they, you know, when they film the shooting, I, I, I just, I wouldn't, if Brian, and he's almost like a brother to me now, if he handed me a gun and said, uh, go ahead and point it at somebody, it's empty, I wouldn't do it. And I trust him. The Reason Magazine doesn't think he should be uh, facing five years in prison. Well, I'm not sure if five years is the adequate amount, but I think he is guilty here of negligence. Oh, somebody handed me the gun and said it was cold, which means it's it's not, uh, it doesn't have a round in it. It won't fire. I didn't pull the trigger, he said, but he did. I think it's negligence. What do you think? 874-9390-800-529-5572. Les, Les is on first. Les, good morning. Hey, Gary. Um, I listen to you, Gary, on guns uh, virtually every Saturday. Wealth of information. Uh, great uh, guests that you have on there. Uh, cold gun. Uh, does that mean it was in a refrigerator or something? Uh, no. no. It's, it's not. It, it's, it's, it's not uh, able to... There are no Anything. live rounds in it. It's not going to fire. I, I've, I've fired dummy rounds. Crap comes out of the end of the barrel. But going to the the where you pointed out that the, the gun was checked and the authorities said it would have not went off unless the trigger was pulled, I have an issue with that because I used to have a single-action uh, pistol before it was stolen. Um, Alec Baldwin says that he pulled back the hammer, and then let it go. My single action that I used to own before it was stolen will <laughs> pop a round off with just that aspect. If you don't pull it all the way back. Well, you pull it all the way back, it's going to lock, and then you have to pull the trigger. Right. But if you pull the hammer part way back, and it hits, and it hits that shell in there, the shell will go off. Well, sure. And, that and means- Alec Baldwin admitted to doing that. He admitted to doing that. He said, I only pulled the hammer back, but then I let it go. No, he didn't pull it back. He said he didn't pull it back all the way. I pulled it partially back, and then I let it go. Well, that's when the gun went off. Well, even if if that's the case, Mm -hmm. you don't point a gun at anybody. Never, never. These are not toys. Even if they're mock up, they will all fire all these Hollywood uh, props. 
you can call them a prop, but it's still a real deal. Well, unless you've got like a plastic gun or something like that. I, but you, you don't point a, a gun at anybody. I, I want to point out something, Gary. You, you we were talking about this 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 jab over in Europe. They're they're doing a lot of tests on this. The Davos uh, conference. Uh, that would just happen. All of the airline pilots that flew there, all of them were re- be were required not to be jabbed. They were supposed to be only pure bloods. Now, somebody, you got to send me a link to that, Les. Okay, uh, I'll try to all right, it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, send me a link to that. I want to. I want to read that. Uh, Gary is on the line on Alec Baldwin. Gary, welcome. How are you? I'm um, doing well. You know, I do think that there was no intent of any kind, but I, I equate that to issues where somebody uses has a, a gun in their possession to create a crime and things go bad, uh, and they get off with darn near nothing at times. So, I can't hear you. All this stuff about crime and stuff, I think, is just uh, totally off base for what... For what he did, he needs he needs to be responsible for sure. But I think there's a whole lot of gun crime that happens out there where people aren't held to account for what they've done. So he shouldn't be held to account. Well, you're gone. So uh, if somebody else isn't held to account, he shouldn't be held to account. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Mike, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Fine. This me? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm with you. I think he should be held responsible uh, with some type of criminal neglect for sure. And I I read a lot about this in the early reports, and now they're they just his side just emphasizes he didn't pull the trigger, but he he dropped he dropped the hammer. He pulled the hammer back partially and dropped it. And there was some mention of that early on. Now they're not talking about it, um, but that's. That's criminal neglect. It's stupidity. But also, uh, I think there was something else going on there that they don't know about. I mean, somebody was screwing around with that gun off the set or a live round wouldn't have got in there. And it yeah, could have huh? been him. It could have been him. You know, it could have been somebody on the set. It could have been the firearms gal. The somebody was screwing around with that weapon off the set. And if it's him, it's a guarded secret. And but I don't put it past them. They were it, it was an old single action, and they were probably screwing around with it offset, and somebody was having fun with it, and around got uh, mixed up. So there's more to this than we know. Yeah, it's it really is pretty ugly when you think about it. Uh, there shouldn't yeah. have been a live round. If, if they're using these firearms in a movie set, there should not be a live round anywhere near it. Secondly, yeah, John Wayne. John John Wayne shot two thousand people and never killed anyone. <laughs> All right, thanks, Mike. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, Derek, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? I'm well, Gary. Thank you. Hey, just wanted to say that uh, I think you're totally right. That probably some sort of negligence involved, but I wish somebody would just start a new uh, newscast of Right is Writing. Wrong is wrong. I don't know the ins and outs or the specific details of Alec Baldwin. I don't think he intentionally shot someone, but we don't know the protocols either, but obviously there was neglect there. So let's get down to the truth. Charge whoever is responsible. And I don't know why it can't be that simple with everything. 
Yeah, life's complicated, isn't it? Derek, thank you. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. It is. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. It was neglect. It was neglect. Um, and, And for anybody out there who is not into firearms, never, ever point a gun at anybody. Even if you've checked it yourself and you know it's empty, don't do it. Because, boy, if you make a mistake or you get in the habit, you're going to kill somebody. Dave, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Thank you, sir. Yeah, hey, on this Alex Baldwin, uh, you know, uh, it goes back to me for the uh, O.J. Simpson deal where, um, you know, the glove didn't fit, you know, (laughs) type thing. Uh, uh, He pulled the trigger on that thing and uh, they even did a um, uh, experts ballistics experts, gun experts said there's no way the gun could have gone off without pulling the trigger so um, that's where I'm at with it I think the guy's guilty not only that, he was the uh, uh, producer of this thing and he was in control of everything he should be held, somebody has to be held responsible for a life that was lost. Yeah, well, he'd get 18 months uh, behind bars uh, if he's uh, found guilty of just of involuntary manslaughter. Uh, and if he gets uh, uh, convicted of the second offense, uh, to which prosecutors uh, added a firearm enhancement, a minimum five years in prison. Yeah, well, knowing uh, that guy and his personality, uh, the jail time might do him a little good. <laughs> but, uh, uh, all right, all right. Dave, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, I don't know if five years is... I, by the way, I also don't like the idea that there's a mandatory sentence on anything. I don't like mandatory sentences. Let, let, uh, let the judge have the discretion uh, to decide. But I think it was negligence. I think he should be punished. I think the armor is responsible. She should be punished. What exactly that punishment should be, I don't know. I guess uh, after the trial, if I hear enough data, I'll, I'll give you an answer. But right now, that negligence resulted in a death and a serious injury. And he should be held accountable. All right, uh, up against the clock, quick break. By the way, coming up in the next hour, uh, we talked last week about this absurd meeting that they uh, they brought kids to with transsexual dancers and singers. Uh, we're going to do a little follow-up on that in the next hour of the program. That happened here in Columbia. It's the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. The left display intolerance and ignorance. It's happening in front of Justice Kavanaugh's house, and it's happening in Atlanta. In addition to talking about the uh, the debacle last week where these kids uh, went to this event in Columbia and were subjected to some transgender singing entertainment, uh, we'll cover those in the next hour as well. Uh, we have, if you just turned the radio on, been talking about Alec Baldwin, whether or not he, d- he was, uh, you know, irresponsible in pulling that trigger uh, and uh, ultimately... Uh, killing his uh, cinematographer and wounding another. Well, I I think he is. Because you never point a gun at anybody. Rod, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. 
Yeah, Gary, uh, I have a different take on uh, this Eric Baldwin case. I think uh, he had every reason to believe that uh, that weapon had a dummy uh, bullet in it. Uh, the person who's responsible for it would be whoever allowed a live round to be on the set. Rod, you never point a gun at anybody. He had a real gun in his hand. Pulled the hammer back. He, he was he was paid to use that gun. And, and, he didn't have and, to point it at anybody is the first place. And, Rod, every, every Saturday morning, I, I sit across from guys who bring their guns into the studio and, and show me the guns. And we never, even, even when we're passing the firearms around the table, we never point them at anybody. We always check to make sure they're empty. I don't trust anybody when they hand me a gun to tell me it's unloaded. I check it myself. He didn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand that. But uh, isn't he getting paid to use the equipment that he has provided to do uh, the job, I don't know what uh, the, the uh, purpose of him having the gun anyway is, but my uh, my understanding is that it was to be used in the in on the set to to shoot somebody. But you don't have to point it at anybody, even in the movie scene when you see them shooting at one another. They don't have to be shooting at one another. They use a different camera angle. It's like when you see somebody throw a punch on a movie set. They use a different camera angle. They're not really throwing a punch at somebody. They're not actually hitting anybody. They can do the same. They do the same thing with guns. Well, he was pointing the gun at a person, a real live gun, and he didn't check to make sure that it was unloaded. He has been irresponsible. Well, why would they have live ammunition on yeah, movies that's a movie anyway? They're not. The, yeah, I agree. That's a problem. Uh, I, that's where the the issue comes up, because if if they didn't have live round on the set, it wouldn't have made any difference. If they didn't have a live round on the set, Rod, and they handed me that gun, I would still check it. Because that's what you do with guns. Do you own a gun? Do you own a firearm? Oh yeah, I, I hunted for years. And, and would you, you know, ever right. point? You don't, you don't if, point a, a gun at anybody. Yeah, if I, I handed you that. a rifle, a deer rifle, and, and I said, point it at Bill across there, uh, across the field there, and shoot it. Would you do it? <laughs> no. You why? No. You would check it first, I, right? I wouldn't. I wouldn't point it at anybody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I I understand that. But uh, I don't understand the movie world. Uh, John Wayne <laughs> shot hundreds of thousands of people, and none of them died. Yeah, and, but uh, did he the point his... was that they didn't use live rounds. Look, yeah. they don't... Just because it looks like they were shooting at one another in a movie scene doesn't mean that they were. It's the camera angle. They make it look like they are. Well, I understand that they can do that, but uh, the, wh why would they have a live round there anyway? Yeah, they're both problematic. 
Uh, it's problematic that there was a live round there, and it's problematic that he pointed the gun uh, and and didn't check it himself. Uh, I mean, it's it just everything wrong right from the get-go, and he is the producer. Yeah. So I, I think he is responsible. All right, Rod, we may disagree, but yeah. that's okay. That's what... Uh, <laughs> that's. Okay. Very All good, right. Gary. Thanks. Thanks, Rod. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Chuck, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Pretty good. Um, I think the last caller's point is is he's talking like, it seems to me, like Alec, they're charging Alec Baldwin with first-degree murder. He's getting charged with involuntary manslaughter, and people get charged with that all the time, from car crashes to you name it. And it's not the same. Uh, and the burden of proof is not the same, and what you have to prove is not the same. And and he is responsible, and I don't buy he was getting paid. Mercenaries get paid to point guns at people and actually pull the trigger. So, I mean, I mean, technically, if we want to play a word game, Alex Baldwin was a mercenary. I mean, he got paid to, to fire a gun and ended up killing somebody. It's just frustrating to me how so many people are missing the point. You just don't point weapons at people, whether you're convinced 100% they're loaded or not. You just assume, always been taught, you always assume a gun is loaded. Yep. And when I was in the military and we were in basic training, we were doing uh, training on the, on the range, uh, you ever lifted that muzzle in the direction of another person and within two seconds you were getting body tackled by at least one, if not two or three uh, uh, drill sergeants. So, I mean... There's no excuse to me. Yep. There's just uh, no excuse. And it's not because of his politics. He, if it was uh, somebody whose politics I aligned with, I would still say that was irresponsible. Yeah, Chuck, I wouldn't care who it was. Thanks, Chuck. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. All right. Uh, we are going to talk about, uh, in, in a couple of different aspects of, what happened uh, last week when these kids ended up at this event and being entertained by a bunch of uh, transgenders. And uh, we'll cover that. And I, and I also talked about starting a nonprofit, but a friend of mine contacted me. I haven't, haven't gotten back to him yet uh, that I, I just may, instead of creating one, just help one that already exists. We'll talk about that. And then these idiots, wait till you hear what they're chanting in front of Justice Kavanaugh's house. And if that's not enough, the left is, well, trying to do a gone with the wind and burning Atlanta. All that coming up in the next hour on the Gary Nolan Show, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.